Good morning, future Alex. It's day 22, Monday, March the 30th. So yesterday I was thinking a bit about what does it take to beat Amazon? So the world's currently working through a pandemic and a lot of thought is being put into how we can support local businesses now and of course in future. And I think it's clear that Amazon is a big winner at the moment. Uh, And even without a pandemic, it's become the default choice for many people, even myself. So in order to begin providing an alternative, a local alternative, let's consider why Amazon is the default. Well, it's a one-stop shop. They have almost anything you could imagine, so the experience is very seamless. They have fast and free delivery. If you have prime shipping, it's basically an afterthought, right? You you don't consider shipping costs. And they have a very flexible returns policy. You just have to send it back in pretty much any state within the allotted time and you're good. Now, I've heard stories of people sending back the wrong item, hopefully not on purpose, but maybe they were cheating the system. And sure, Amazon probably keeps an eye out if too many of those happen, but Returns with Amazon and the customer support is usually not an issue. So these three points are a very high bar to tackle if you look at it superficially. But let's go in a little bit deeper. The one-stop shop is actually just an aggregation of a lot of smaller shops, right? They're selling via the Amazon marketplace. Sure, Amazon sells its own products too, but it's a collection of stores under, let's call it an Amazon service layer. And Interestingly enough, specific Amazon service aspects like free returns are not the case for every marketplace seller. Not all of them are part of the Prime program either, so you might actually be paying shipping costs and you might just even not realize. So this brings us to delivery. Prime next day delivery here in Europe is actually more like two to three days usually. It is free, but it's certainly not as fast as advertised. And on top of that, The experience you have with those last mile delivery couriers, some of which are actually now Amazon's own delivery service, are less than perfect. You hear a lot of complaints. The returns policy, though, is best in class. And in my opinion, probably one of the main reasons impulse buying works, because I can always talk myself into buying something just because I can send it back if I really don't need it. But someone does have to ultimately carry the cost of that return policy. And of course, it somehow goes into the price of the product that you're buying. So how can you compete realistically? Well, for my train of thought here, I'm just going to assume a couple of things. First, there's an increased effort on the side of the consumer at the moment to support local businesses and not Amazon. So in terms of customer acquisition, any business idea here might have a head start. Similar to how people are switching to DuckDuckGo for privacy, you could start a focused campaign to get people to a new platform based on solidarity. Second, for this little thought experiment, I'm just going to go with the electronics market. I think you need to think through each market separately to see if the same thing applies that I'm thinking about. But electronics is a good place to start. And third, I'm just going to focus on bigger cities just to make it easy. I know it's not a holistic approach and not something that necessarily applies to a whole country, but you've got to start somewhere. So let's take it one step at a time. First, you need a place to search 
for items, a marketplace, one place. And this is probably the easiest of all of the points because most electronic stores will use some sort of point of sale system. The products have unique identifiers that you can, you know, match them up with the UPC, for example. And technically you're just talking about a big marketplace and there's, there's software out there that does that. That shouldn't be a big challenge. So next up is delivery or delivery logistics. You're competing with free, essentially, which you will have to offer to and then price it into the product. But you may actually be able to beat Amazon on delivery. Let's take from the playbook of supermarkets who offer deliveries. What if you offered customers a time slot where their purchase gets delivered to them? Because everything is local to the city in this scenario, you can offer same evening delivery. So people avoid the hassle of the normal delivery companies by choosing a defined time slot where they'll be at home. You could even offer payment on delivery to avoid any credit card fees that would usually, again, have to be priced into the product. You have no risk of chargebacks, etc. So I believe you could offer a much better delivery experience with a platform like this. But this high-touch delivery only makes sense if not the, the seller offers it, but the marketplace offered it on a per-city basis to all of the, let's call it a collective of sellers. So, for example, you could have cargo bike couriers that collect the items from the shops in the afternoon and then do delivery runs in the evening. If you wanted to optimize, you could even reverse the ideas of a pickup station that is usually used for the recipients, just put them in the shops. So the shop owner doesn't have to be there when a courier comes to collect the purchase. And then you can intelligently route the courier to pick an item up on the way to the delivery, etc. To be fair, you could go a step further and just get the couriers to pick things up and then combine them in a central spot and then split them up based on areas. There's lots of options here to, to beat Amazon delivery and probably at the same cost. So what remains is the return policy. It's a tough one. The logistics can definitely be handled by the same mechanism as the delivery, just in reverse. But the impact of a return on a small business is much higher than on Amazon, who can distribute that potential loss over millions of positive transactions. I think a potential solution here would have to be threefold. On the one hand, you need to educate customers to not abuse packaging or products that they think they might return. If the product is returned in a good state, you can just sell it again once you've checked it. But the problem is when the packaging is damaged or they forget to send something back. So a second part would have to be some form of insurance. And again, this could be a marketplace service, an insurance that, again, distributes the loss of an item across the marketplace. And last but not least, of course, as a marketplace, you'll have data on how customers are sending things back. So you could approach it in a similar way to Amazon and find the bad apples and prevent them from ordering in future. I mean... That's just risk mitigation, essentially. So in order to provide these marketplace services, the costs will need to be covered somehow. The approach of organizing this, this marketplace as a kind of non-profit collective, I think, makes sense. So ideally, you're getting these services at cost to the marketplace. And 
I believe it could actually be cheaper than sending things via normal means like the postal service. There's no need for extra packaging, so you're saving costs there and helping the environment. Talking about the environment, you might even go a step further than just being on the same level as Amazon. You could appeal to the environmentally conscious people because you're using bike couriers for the last mile delivery, especially considering that many small shops that sell via Amazon in the worst case might get it delivered to them, then they deliver it to the Amazon warehouse, and then Amazon delivers it back to the customer. It's crazy if you think about it, how far these products have to travel. And next, you could offer repairs using the same marketplace and and delivery pickup system, right? I don't think there is much of a USP if you're just a shop that has products in stock and sells them. But if you know how to repair or even offer consulting, advice, information on top of just the product, that's a USP where you could win. And of course, there's the option of a secondhand marketplace as a second layer. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. It's a very early stage idea and... I don't have any intention at the moment of taking it any further, but who knows what the future might hold. That's all for today. Please share, subscribe, or listen to other episodes if you like, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.